This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, I think we have Jim Rodriguez. Are you there, Jim? You're muted. Brad, Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus joins us now um, on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. Brad Spielberger, the Phoenix, is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. And Brad, I was just saying in the break, there are so many great storylines. What an amazing football weekend we had. I don't even know where to begin because there are so many good topics to discuss. But let's just start with the Giants. They end that playoff drought, and Daniel Jones is getting a standing ovation. And now it appears that he could be the franchise quarterback for the New York football Giants. It's kind of crazy how far we've come on Daniel Jones this season. I think you're muted. Hi. <laughs> Brad, you're, mu- I would, you're muted. I would agree with you, though, Aaron, about, about Daniel Jones. Because I've always been a fan of Daniel Jones, Aaron, on the road. That's why I'm going to love him in the playoffs. And hopefully Brad could speak to this as well. You know, Daniel Jones <laughs> on the road as an underdog is 17-6 and six in his career against the spread. And wow. he has been a monster this year. I mean, think about it. He went to London, and he beat uh, Aaron Rodgers. He beat uh, Tannehill in Tennessee. He covered against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. I, 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 I love. He covered against Philly. The only the uh, he, he's going to cover against Philly, especially at thirteen and a half. I think that's going to work. The only place that he didn't cover this year has been at Seattle. So, and you know, being, going on the road in, in a playoff game, he's going to be an underdog. So I like Daniel Jones. And then, and then with that fifth-year option, he's really made the situation tough for Brian Dable and company. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, you know, from everything we're hearing, you know, yesterday and today that like he's proven that he can be a franchise quarterback. And it's so hard. I mean, we've been talking about it even this morning, like quarterbacks proving, you know, just, how I think we have Brad now. Brad, are you with us? <laughs> yes, no? and oh, he's yes. back. All right. All right, let's All talk right. about our guy, Daniel Jones. I mean, you even said he looked good yesterday. What's how do you rate him now and this Giants team now that we know they're going to be in the playoffs moving forward? Yeah, you know, so I, I was saying before to, to no one, um, you know, Ian Rapport put out that report that the Giants are going to make offers to both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. I do think that's a little bit of, hey, fans, don't get mad at us. If they don't return, we're going to try, but the offer might not, not actually be that strong. And if they don't return, it's their fault, not our fault. That's kind of how I took it. But, but then he played yesterday, and 
Yes, Brian Dable has untapped his legs, and that's been the big thing, but he threw a bunch of strikes to Richie James and, um, you know, all the guys, Isaiah Hodgins, and an insert practice squad player that he's now dealing to the last couple of weeks. And, yes, they've had a soft schedule, and, yes, they've had a lot of one-score wins, but he's made plays, he's, he, and he's gotten better, too, where his biggest issue was always sitting in the pocket, getting a lot of sack fumbles, Obviously, a lot of interceptions as well. The turnovers, he's dramatically reduced the turnovers. I still don't know. We'll see if he's their guy. But he made it a question, which is, you know, props props to him for making it a question. Yeah, he's he's definitely been forcing the issue. And and I've talked about it ad nauseum. On the road, as an underdog, he's money. He's 17 and 6 against the numbers. So, you know, wherever he goes, I follow. Let's just put it that way. And I'll be looking to see what what playoff game he's got uh, going on in a couple of weeks. Now, staying in the division, Brad, what about the Eagles? I mean, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they could be a wild card. They, they, I mean, forget number one, forget the division. They could be on the road in two weeks. It's crazy, right? And, and I think they have fundamental issues, too. I think people are overlooking, look, Lane Johnson, he's going to return. It's this oblique or core muscle injury. <clears throat> He'll be back after rehab, but he won't actually be healthy. And he is a warrior of a player. But if you get a less than 100% Lane Johnson, that's huge. Avante Maddox, their slot corner. We, of course, see Josh Sweat go to the hospital yesterday with a scary-looking concussion. He did tweet out that he'll be back this season. But still, like, the injuries are piling up in Philadelphia. Their defense has kind of been exposed now by pretty much every good offense they play. I think it's a good, not great defense in Philadelphia. And, yeah, it is crazy to think that we go from, you know, people thinking they're going to be undefeated to maybe being a wild card if they can lose again and Dallas can, can get another win next week. What about Tom Brady? I mean, wow. Did his big game and what you've seen out of him change your opinion at all about how you view the Bucks? you know, now that we know they're going to be in the playoffs? Yeah, last week I came on um, with a different crew, and, and they were talking how, you know, you could bet Bucks futures for the playoffs, and, and I still agree. And it's, it's honestly a bet that's as much about the Bucks as it is about the rest of the conference, but first to the Bucks, And they did show flashes against Cincinnati. Obviously, the great first half got out to the early lead. We're getting balls to Chris Common and Mike Evans, getting people involved. And then, obviously, yeah. the wheels just kind of fell off, and they just kept turning the ball over and over and over. But we finally had that breakout Mike Evans game. He's been dropping those deep passes, or Brady's missed them by an inch. And finally, you know, he wins a lot of people their fantasy championships yesterday if, if they still were alive, and it was 200 yards and three touchdowns. But – that's the thing is their ceiling, if they can get things right, Tristan Wurst back healthy again, their ceiling is still relatively high in a weak NFC. I think they're an interesting future ticket to potentially get in on. Yeah, and all of a sudden, they're, they're probably going to host whoever doesn't win the NFC East. And in other words, it, it could be the Cowboys. It could be the Eagles in, in Tampa. Uh, do you like Tampa in, in a first-round matchup against a Dallas or a Philadelphia? So they've beaten Dallas two years in a row now. Obviously, that's the first week of the entire season in both of those matchups. But I think they do match up well. They have good slot coverage. Antoine Winfield's played a ton in the slot. They've gotten some better play from Sean Murphy bunting. But I think they'll take care of a guy like CeeDee Lamb better than most teams. They have so many safeties they can rotate in. And you can bring in you know, veterans like Logan Ryan and just kind of rotate different bodies to take, take care of some of these matchups at tight end with Dalton Schultz and CeeDee Lamb. Um, and, and then their run defense, it's not as good as it's been in years past, but Vitave is back healthy now, had the fumble recovery yesterday and played a great game otherwise. 
they could stop Pollard and Zeke Elliott and, and force Dak Prescott to drop back a bunch. And look, I think the narrative's gone a little bit too far. I think Dak's played some phenomenal football, but he does have a turnover issue at times. And in a playoff game, maybe they build a little bit of a lead, Tampa does, and it could be hard to come back against that team. What about the Chargers? Their defense is finally coming into form. You've got Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler. I mean, could this be a team that teams may not want to face in the playoffs? I mean, it, it seems like everything's kind of coming into form for them. A hundred percent. And I really, I know, like, you know, we always have this with the Chargers, the plucky underdog Chargers, and we kind of all fall in love with that. But I think getting Joey Bosa back and having him and Khalil Mack off the edge makes any playoff game a question mark. It's again, it's, it's kind of about game script. But imagine if you're down a couple scores and you need to throw your way back into a game when you have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack pinning their ears back and a good secondary that's gotten better as the year has gone on. They've gelled more. They've played better, obviously, in recent weeks. Yeah, they're a team that I don't think anyone wants to play. The AFC is a bit more, you know, top-heavy, or we trust those teams more at the top. But, you know, yeah. it only takes one run weekend where one team plays well, one team doesn't. They're, they're a scary matchup because now at full force, they get Rashawn Slater back at left tackle too, which sounds like a possibility. Uh, they're going to be a tough out. Yeah, we're hanging out with Brad Spielberg. And, Brad, I guess the big question is, is how much of a fraud really are the Vikings? I mean, I know it's a loaded question, but, but how can anybody believe in this team? I mean, I mean, they've got their 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 point differential is 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 terrible for a team that's got this many wins. They get they get their doors blown off in Green Bay, one and out. It's very possible. I actually was was thinking there was a scenario where the Packers beat them this week and then beat them again, but I think the Niners will probably jump ahead of them and get the two seed. The Giants are locked into the six, but even Giants at Minnesota. Look, I think Vegas has told us all year, and especially the last month, that they have no faith in Minnesota either, right? I mean, they're three-and-a-half-point underdogs at Green Bay this week get blown out. But you also, we talk about their, you know, their 11-0 in one-score games, and people want to extrapolate that to something positive. No, look at the games – Dallas blows them out 40-3. to Philadelphia destroys them earlier in the season, and now you're playing a better, more cohesive Packers team. Obviously, they beat them week one, not taking that away from them. And, yes, they beat the Bills. They beat some good football teams. But, you know, and they get the door, like you said, they get the doors blown off them again. And it's just their defense is so, so bad. Eight straight games allowing 20-plus points. They're allowing 32 points per game over the last eight weeks against not even all good offenses. Some bad teams are mixed in there as well. They're in trouble. I think they are a one and done in the playoffs, and that's going to be, you know, calamity on, on the Twitter sphere. Speaking of playoffs, it's going to feel like playoff time tonight. Bills at Bengals Monday Night Football. Cannot wait for this one. Bills are one and a half point favorites here. The total at 49 and a half. What do you like in this side total props? Yeah, so we tease the Bengals. So that's I keep coming on too often in the Monday games with the second leg of a teaser, but that is the case there. But if I had to lean on anything, it would be the total. I, I think that there has been such an overreaction to a lot of the early play in the season. Defenses being ahead of offenses, had some bad weather games, especially, you know, what, two weeks ago now, the weather was bad across the entire country. And I think a lot of these late season totals are too low. I mean, 49 and a half. For this Bengals and Bills offense, both top five in EPA per play, two of the best five quarterbacks in the NFL, and you have significant injuries on both defenses still. The Bengals with a bunch of injuries in the secondary, and the Beng the Bills have some issues up front on the interior of the offensive line, which could cause problems, but I think they'll, they'll hold up enough, and these receiving cores for both teams, I think, are just going to dominate down the field against these secondaries, so... 
Yeah, I like the over 49 and a half. I think just it's one of those games where I think it should be 52, 52 and a half. And, and for whatever reason, it's just not there. This might just be recency bias, whatever. But you look at the college football playoff. This is this is football. When you get two good teams against each other, good offense beats good defense. We're no longer in the whole, you know, playoff is playoff football is running the, running the game and controlling the clock yeah. and playing good defense. That is not the the football we're playing in today's you know today's era. Yeah, stay, staying in this Buffalo uh, Cincinnati game, Brad. Uh, last week I was on the show and you were you were with us and we talked about Joe Burrow. MVP chances and you know Mahomes clear-cut favorite should be kind of sluggish in in the Chiefs you know victory over the Broncos but still a victory Joe Burrow beats the Bills gets the division goes crazy beats the Ravens they're the number one seed MVP Burrow I think he, I think he has a legitimate argument. I think he should be number two. You know, maybe he still have Jalen Hurts, but the injury is, is a killer list late in the season. I mean, yeah, he's been phenomenal. Just so efficient, and especially, too, after a slow start. Like, I think they love narratives and all that. I mean, 0-2, not good. And then, you know, what, four interceptions against the Pittsburgh Steelers in week one. Probably he's thrown, like, two or three the rest of the year since. So it's also about the trajectory and, and gelling with the offensive line and all those things. Um, yeah, he, he's been exceptional. If they get the number one seed, I would advocate for it, even though Mahomes, I mean, one of two quarterbacks with, with two 5,000-yard, 40-touchdown seasons. Him and Drew Brees, the only guys to do it, and Mahomes might do it, I don't know, five more times. <laughs> You're right. Final week of the regular season, Brad. It, from a betting perspective, I love props. Is this a good week when you've got those players who are trying to hit bonuses and stuff to maybe target some of those guys, bet on them? And if so, you know, just taking a look, is there anyone that obviously props aren't listed, but is there anyone you might have your eye on or angles you're looking for? Yes, I love this question. I'm glad you brought it up. So we did miss out on one. Credit to him, though. Christian Kirk was – I circled a bunch for the last two weeks of the – I go in and look at incentives, see if there's any teams that maybe will help a guy out, let him earn a little bonus. So Christian Kirk got to 1,000 yards. I want to say he got 80 receptions, so he hit his. But Juju Smith-Schuster still in Kansas City had an extremely incentive-laden deal. They obviously – you know, they do have something to play for. I think they will try to score the ball against an awful Las Vegas Raiders defense and will do it. So him and – um, Marquez Valdez Scantling, both both receivers in Kansas City, they have they have incentives they can make some money on, and they're close to. Um, so I'm looking for both of those guys. May bet those props. Uh, we'll probably I'll probably put out some more this week, so keep an eye out for that. Because yeah, teams teams do they're trying to reward their guy, get him some some targets or some receptions and yards uh, to help them earn a little bit of extra cash. All right, uh, we got about 60 seconds to break, Brad. But I, I just want to talk about I'll, I'll be the ghoul here. Who's 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 not coming back? I mean, who who is your top choice that's going to get fired? Is 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 is, is it is it in Arizona? Uh, is, is is Saturday coming back in Indy? There's actually rumors of that. Who's who's getting who's getting canned? I sure hope Jeff Saturday is not on the sideline week one, 2023. All all due <laughs> respect to Jeff Saturday, but that, that would be a, a tough scene. Um, you know, I, I think Arizona makes a ton of sense. They obviously already have general manager Steve Keim on his leave of absence. Sounds like he'll he'll be gone. And it, it probably could make sense. The only reason I have pause there is trying to convince an owner to come in and he doesn't get – or a head coach, excuse me, he doesn't get Kyler Murray for maybe the entire season, right? So do you let Cliff Kingsbury get one more year, deal with that, and the new guy gets, you know, kind of come into a better situation – what I'm keeping an eye on, he gives so much credibility to the organization and matters so much, but 
Ron Rivera is an interesting one. He had the interview question where he didn't even know they were out of playoff contention after losing yesterday. Uh, he came back out and said, like, he didn't want to know about anything except for if they won. He didn't look into any other scenario, but it was kind of an awkward moment at the podium. Um, you know, and then I think the interims, like Steve Wilkes, I, I don't think survives in Tampa or excuse me, Carolina, but that was a 40 and slip because Tampa's interesting me as well. They did make the playoffs, but I don't know if Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich are going to be back next year. They, they did not do great uh, with, the, with the talent down in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, it has been uh, very disappointing to say the least. At PFF underscore Brad, you can follow him on Twitter. We love having him on every Monday. That was Brad Spielberger on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. AFC Big Dogs, Bills at Bengals, and I cannot wait for this. Our favorite Monday night football plays next. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.